What's going on? Here we go. I never know how long to play the intro song for. <laughs> Kamali Podcast. Kamali Pod, here we are. Jack the Clipper. Hey guys, thank you very much for having me. <laughs> yes, welcome, so welcome. Jack uh, runs his own barbershop out of Bandura um, and he's just uh, one thing inspiring, I think, just we were talking before about um, like chasing your dreams, not like doing something that, that you want to do in life and we just thought inspiring, love that shit, get him on the pod, get his fucking barbershop out there a bit more. So, mm. And it's got a fucking unreal name as well. So yeah. I just want to start on first. How do you think of Jack the Clipper? Oh, I was talking to my old man because I used to work with him and one of his mates. And um, I don't know, I got quite over it. And I just thought to myself, I wanted to do something more creative again. And I'm like, oh, may as well do barbering. I'm half good at talking shit. Yeah. And I enjoy hanging around people. Yeah. So I just thought to myself, I'm like, I'll do barbering. So I was talking to my old man about it. And he's just like, oh, he's like, oh, no, having a trade under your belt, everything like that. And I said, no, we may as well. I'll give it a crack. Yeah. And then I was sort of just standing there having a smoke with him. And then I just looked at him and went, Jack the Clipper. Yeah. And he sort of, he sort of looked at me, gave a little smirk and goes, that's all right. Hold on to that one. Yeah. Like, That's hold not a bad one. name. Hold yeah. on. And then, yeah, from there I just thought, all right, may as well go for it because mm. what have I got to lose? I was in my early 20s, so I thought, why not? If worst comes to worst, I'll just go start stacking shelves. Yeah. So I may as well just go for it. Yeah, yeah, true. And like... Um, why was barbering like the one thing? Like, had you always been into it? Because you're a pretty fresh bloke. Like, we're, you, you suit you, the look for a barber. Yeah, 100%. You're, like dripping, you're dripping. You're dripping. Yeah, um, Trippy's going on the podcast right now. Yeah. I would say <laughs> Trippy's going on the pod. Mate, we got to try. We got to try. <laughs> um, I always loved the atmosphere of a barbershop. Mm. Always like everybody going in there, talking shit with each other, having a laugh. You could bring up any sort of topic, and someone will know something about it. Or just everybody has a laugh. Everybody joins into the same conversation and you just feel like you're walking into a zone where you could be who you want to be. You come yeah. and get your own styles done. Talk how you want to talk. If you don't want to talk, you can just sit there, be quiet, close your eyes, get the haircut done. That's all good. But you could just go in there and feel sort of freeish in a sense. So that's what I just always thought. I really liked it. I never thought about it as a career. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was just like, why not? Yeah. I may as well. Like every second shop became a barbershop. Mm. So I thought I may as well just give it a crack and see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. How do you yeah, get into it in terms of, do you like do a school? Do you, or do you just learn to cut hair by yourself? On Well, it started off with me thinking that watching a couple of YouTube videos would be grass. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, five of my mates were leaving my backyard uh, with butchered as hair. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it just turned out to be, I, I looked up, schools and it came up with like a heap of like the Melbourne Polytechnics, mm, yeah. um, Kangans and stuff like that. Biba? And then I, yeah, Biba. That's where I ended up oh, going. Oh, did you go? So yeah. I went to Biba. Um, Biba, that's it. That was grouse because I went into the barbershop that I was going into that I eventually started working at and this is when I was still doing trades and I said to the guys, I'm like, I'm thinking about being a barber mm. and the guy says to me, why not? Go for mm. it. He's like, it'll be grouse. He's like, we're actually like hurry up and do it. We're looking for someone new. Oh. And this is while I was still like, I've rocked up wearing my blundstones and everything yeah. like that just after a day of work. And then he's just like, oh, have you looked into schools? And I said, oh yeah, Bieber Academy's looking good. And then one of the other fellas in the shop turned around and he goes, it's where I went. Mm, so I'm like, sure. oh, all right, Aces. So I picked his brain on it all the time. And yeah, I ended up just going to Bieber, which nice. was good. It was a good different change of scenery. Because one good thing about them is... When I was going to uni in the city, they had like their school in the city or yeah, whatever. The Swanson Street and campus. yet 
pinbuck haircuts and yeah. because it's um like student thing there's a teacher kind of watching over and they're really taking you might get a, it might take two hours for the haircut yeah but you're paying 10 bucks honestly some i had some good haircuts there so mm. if you can't make it to jack the clipper that's another <laughs> that's another thing but um preferably go thing. jack the clipper when people were coming into the shop they were thinking like oh coming into bieber sorry a lot of people had the expectation if they hadn't been there before that it was going to be a, like, you just turn around and they're like, we've got a, a student here and then all of a sudden the teacher comes in, you explain to the teacher what you're going to do and then they just leave. Yep. Leave you to your own, like, device. No, nice. we, we stood there the whole time and if they needed us, we'd go and help them. Uh, yeah. They'd come and help us, sorry. And then, yeah, it got to the point where you ended up doing it by yourself and then we're timed and stuff like that. But it was... You walk in there and you just feel every bit comfortable because mm. you you're thinking when you're going into a barber school to get your hair yeah. cut, some somebody's going to be standing there as their first day picking up a set of clippers and they're yeah. just having a crack. But yeah, exactly how you were saying, Cam, you're there, you feel comfortable. Everybody's cool, everybody's chill, everybody just wants to help everybody there, and that was yeah amazing because I genuinely didn't know what was going to happen when I went to barber school. Yeah. And I rocked mm. up and I'm like, I know nothing about hair, yeah. and I spoke to everyone else and they're like, No, neither do I. Mm, and then true. at the end of it, I was like. Man, this was sick. Do you feel yourself like you can see how much better you've gotten over the times of cutting hair? Like you can, like you look at some of the first haircuts you've done and you go, oh, I shouldn't have, that looks a bit rough or something like that. Like, can you feel the... Well, I have one of my, one of my best mates, he used to come and see me in my backyard and these were the, sitting there on the plastic chair trying (laughs) to fight sunlight for some light to finish cutting (laughs) his hair. And then he still comes to me to this day. He was one of my best, um... Mates from high school. And then, yeah, you look... I'll go through, because pretty much the biggest thing they tell you is just to document everything. Yeah. Even mm. if you think the haircut's shit or you think it's the best or you don't know what you've done wrong, film it, take photos, everything like that. So you can look back at it, those moments. And, yeah, when I look back at those photos of him or cutting my brother's hair or anything like that, I yeah. look back. Like, when I've had, like, a bad day or something, and I'm like, oh, these haircuts aren't hitting how I thought they would. And then you look back at those photos and videos and you're like... They're actually not that bad. Do you yeah. ever, when someone comes in and they go, oh, I want this haircut, and you can think, oh, that would look kind of shit. Do you ever, like, do you think that, or do you just go, oh, we'll run it and see how it goes? Well, you sort of have to <laughs> try and sway them into what's going to help suit them, and usually you come to sort of a compromise where you do a little bit of sort of both, but you, you really have to sort of push that across. But then if you get someone who really wants a haircut a certain way... Mm. And you just do it. And then mm. if they're not happy with it at the end, after you've told them, hey, how about we try this, yeah. A, B, C or D? And they're like, no, we want to do this. And then at the end, they're like, oh, yeah, it's okay. Like, it's not what I was thinking. Well, yeah. like, well that's what I was trying can to you. Can you tell, like, you can look at my face and be like, oh, you would suit that haircut. Can you, because I've seen videos of barbers, like, saying like, oh, so you're thinning a bit here, blah, blah. It'd be best to do, can you notice that yet? Or is that? Yeah, people come in and they point out their problem areas pretty quickly, even if they're not saying like, oh, yeah, I've got these widow peaks kicking off something fierce. They sort of come in and they're like, oh, I like it a bit, uh, a bit more bushy around here and like Mm. to wear this forward and everything. And you can, Gauge, gauge an understanding of what they sort of want mm. off yeah. the rip, um, which is good. And then you can get those sort of like personal interactions with them and it, it becomes more of than like you go and sit down and then you're just like, yeah, short back and sides, a little off the top, cool, don't talk. Yeah. And yeah. Then just cut their hair. You get to get an understanding of them 
they get an understanding of you and it's just it's real nice it's one of the things that i really love about it from your from your early days did you ever accidentally do like a bit of a like from your early days did you ever do a haircut where you thought like um it was probably a bit dodgy but somehow it just came off good and yeah and like i can imagine that would be the most annoying thing like trying to replicate something where you were just like i don't even know how i got there you know what i mean yeah like it was uh it was one of my first i think it was my first saturday working in an actual shop and i had a fella come in quickly sit down just wanted to like number one all over and it was like towards the end of the day i was knackered and then I just went straight in with the zero on the side and oh. just took off from about the sideburn up to near his temple. And then he quickly takes his head back and he's like, whoa, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, God. And then I realised and I started freaking out. And then one of the other barbers came over and he's like, no, nah, what we can do is this and taper it off and everything. We'll take the rest off with the one. And this guy's like, no, 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 I just wanted a straight one all over. And we're like, yeah. oh, well, it's a bit hard now that I've taken <laughs> your head off with a zero. Right, let me get the glue out. Let me <laughs> get the glue out. Um, and then we ended up just doing that with like a taper on the sides and the back. And he's like, I actually really like this. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's we'll what I was it. planning on. <laughs> I meant that 100%. But so yeah. tapers, tapers like a fade, yeah? So, yeah, it's pretty much, it's like the taper is sort of where you soften it off from like the sideburns up mm. and then like the back of the neck up. So instead of getting it faded like the whole way around, right. you just have those short little bursts where it's just nice. It gives mm. it a little bit of a more natural grow out True. around the edges of the hair and you everything. you cut your own hair? Yeah, I do, but when in saying that I cut my own hair, I run a number one over it. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. it's hard when you're trying to look back and forth in the mirror to try and give yourself a fade, mm. and then I've, I wear glasses, so I have to take the glasses off, and then everything's back to front and I can barely see. <laughs> I was wondering if they were style glasses or actual glasses. Oh, no, they're 100% seen <laughs> yeah. glasses. But then they become part of the style, but, yeah, you don't want me cutting your hair without the glasses. <laughs> um, oh, one up. thing, growing up, like lice, head lice, nits. What, is, what do you call? I, everyone calls it different. I've always called it lice. I've never called it lit, nits, but it doesn't matter. But do you, do you get people with nits? Does that still happen? Is that still around? Nah, luckily <laughs> enough, no, I haven't seen anyone with it. I've had a couple people come in throughout like the last couple of years who have had some like skin conditions. Yeah. And when you're sitting there reading it in a book at the start, when you're doing your learning, you're like, this is disgusting. I don't mm. want to see it. Mm. And then when you realise it, well, not nearly everybody, but it's more common than you think. Mm, yeah. You sort of just brush it off and you're like, oh, whatever. But no, I haven't come across our nits yet. <laughs> what happened to them? Where'd they go? Have <laughs> we just won the war on nits? Yeah. <laughs> have, we won, have we won the war on nits? Because in primary school, that was a... Fu- like that when you, was a pandemic. Oh, I've got, I've, I've got nits. And then you're just like, you're a burden on everyone in life. When the letter goes around the school, all right, we got nits check. And you're like, oh, I've been a bit scratchy lately. Oh, no. Oh, no. I remember... Si- in the bathroom at home and like mummy's just like scraping my scalp full of these <laughs> bugs oh my god i i, I had nits a fair few times i'll be honest oh man that's i'll funny. be honest so where, where'd they go have they yeah no nah, i think it, it would be uh, what, what do you reckon you've probably got the inside knowledge on this what, what oh, it, see that's a funny thing though because i was just thinking about it i got friends who are primary school teachers yeah. and usually like back in the day you'd see the primary school teacher she'd have to go home as well like yeah. if the kids had nits mm. and everything She's been to primary school. A couple of them been primary school teachers for like two years. And I haven't heard a thing about nits. Wow. So we may have won the war against We've nits. won the war on nits. <laughs> yeah. Screw you, nits. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Fuck saying. We've um, beat nits. Bro, your day-to-day, like, I, I can, can kind of relate to it a little bit with, like, the 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 sort of the shit-talking aspect. Like, you know, like, you get someone in, you sort of have to, like, figure out what they're... If they want to talk, then it's kind of like you have to, like, just talk about whatever they want to talk about, you know. Do you kind of get that? Or do you, how do you run, like, the conversation that way? 
it's good. You can sort of gauge how people are when they come in mm. or you just have the general like, hey, mate, how are you? What do you do for a crust? That sort of stuff. Right. And then you just sort of can branch off that. Yeah. But then you do. You get the people coming in and they just sit there, point at what they want. They'll close their eyes, sort of tilt their head forward a little bit and you just do what you do. Yeah. But then apart from that, yeah, you do. You get a good gauge of someone general, like generally in the first like minute or so. Mm. You're sitting there going through what they want, everything like that, have a laugh and... Especially being from like the northeast area, everybody knows everything about football. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not very football inclined. Oh right, but man, I reckon in the last year I could tell you the trades for the northeast, like <laughs> everything like that. Every second person who's moving from Bundy to what's own here, Monty, shit like that. But yeah, everybody, it's it's good because you get to level with people, and then you might get the next person in, yeah. and they'll be talking about how someone got traded from Essendon to Carlton, mm. and you can turn around and be like, oh, I heard that happened, and they're like, yeah. oh yeah, what a pick up for us. Like <laughs> you sort of sit there and you can bluff your way through a little, yeah. like a little bit because you just meet so many different walks of life yeah so you can you end up getting a general understanding for a little bit of a lot of things yeah which can sort of get you through that half an hour i got a story uh, i got a mate he um got this haircut of like this arab barber and he just went fishing pretty much for the first time he ever went fishing just went fishing and he's like oh what's john looking i went fishing the barber was like a really like keen fisherman (laughs) so now every time he goes he just talks to him about fishing and like the second time he ever went fishing he sees the barber at the the place and then the barber comes oh i knew you were a fisherman (laughs) so he just goes and the barber just won't shut up about fishing and he's like i don't like he just has to bluff his way through the whole thing that's funny Bro, we got a bit of uh, we got a bit of a game to play with you, mate. Ooh, so, all right. all right. So basically, it's about it's just about your small talk, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what what we're gonna do? <laughs> what we're gonna do? And if anyone's heard a similar game to this before, it was inspired by the uh, Hamish and Andy podcast. But you know, there's no laws in the podcast game. So no we're, laws. We're gonna, no. Sue us. Sue <laughs> us. <laughs> we're gonna steal. We're gonna steal this one a little bit from you. Uh, for you. Um, so basically. I'm just going to hit you with basically just like a sentence that someone might say to you. Yeah. And then you, have, mean, to, then you have to like do, con- continue, we'll you have to like continue uh, the conversation. Yeah. All right. Um, now, do you want to <laughs> uh, hit that one? Okay. I've been wanting to quit my job, but my boss is my mum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, can't upset mumsy. But mate, you got to live for you. <laughs> what you want to do is what you want to do. She might be upset that you're leaving now, but when she sees you happy doing whatever you're doing, then she'll be happy. Fuck. 10 that out of 10. I've uh, read that one. <laughs> Can I run one? I'll run yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to run it off the dome. Oh, okay. Hey, mate. How you doing? Yeah, just, good, mate. Uh, short, short back and sides. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um, oh, I've had a bit of a long day, though. Long day. I, um, I, got, I had court today. Got um got a couple of domestic violence uh, charges against me, man. The fucking yeah, it's, it's rough out there. It's really rough. Um, <laughs> did you catch the game on the weekend? No, I was too busy uh, throwing hands. <laughs> did you hear what he uh, traded this place to Bundy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, uh, good steer clear away. <laughs> I've been thinking about quitting my job and joining the circus. Go for it. <laughs> Why not, mate? That sounds like fun. What kind of are we talking? 
big tan or are we talking little <laughs> travelling one? What's your gig going to be? What are you, you going to specialise in? Uh, yeah, yeah so I'm, uh, I've never done it before, but I think I'd be really good on the trapeze. So uh, hey, it just looks like fun. There's only one way to learn. <laughs> yeah. What happens? You go give it a crack. Don't sign a contract. If you end up in hospital, go do something else. Uh, go give it a crack, mate. Why not? <laughs> oh, beautiful. All right, last round, the danger round. All right, oh, so this one's going to be a little right. bit tricky, all right? All right. I was bird watching on the weekend and didn't see much. You were at the wrong beach. If you're going bird watching, mate, you're not going to the nice nerdy ones near Perth. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. oh, that, oh, I was wow. lost for a second there, and yeah. then you brought it back. That, like, was, that hit me late. That, that was impressive. That was impressive, Bravo, mate. Bravo, <laughs> fucking hell. That is a solid barber. Yeah. I have. Like, I'm notoriously known for bad barber chat. And I've moved barbers based off the conversation. Even though, like, I have a podcast which is about having conversations and I just can't do small talk. (laughs) I cannot do small talk at all. So a barber kills me. Yeah. And I've, like, I had a barber and we would chat a little bit and then, like... I stopped going because he started going a bit weird on me. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, and then I went to this one the other week. She was talk, talking about, like, her daughter, like, her like, child watching Peppa Pig and shit like that. And I was yeah. like, this is not what I want right now. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> and she was, kept flexing on me as well. She's like, oh, yeah, my husband earns 200K a year. I was like, shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm notoriously known for bad barbecue. What What are some areas that you think uh, I could improve on? What's some good topics that usually get the uh, the conversation flowing well? Oh, God, that's a good one, actually. Um, generally, like I was saying, anything sports related. Mm. And then if you get into people who don't like sports, then you can say, oh, what else do you sort of do with your free mm. time? They're not sports take up everybody's yeah. free time. But you can just bring up that. You just ask the little general sort of questions like that. Um, and then usually you can segue to somewhere else yeah, or anything. Sort of if the talk's coming naturally, then that makes life easy. If it feels like it's being forced, just stop talking. (laughs) Just sit there and ask questions. Do you have a story of like a weird conversation you've had? I was literally just thinking about this one before while we were talking. (laughs) This was hands down probably my biggest like egg on face moment ever in the barbershop. So... One of my colleagues told me once, he said, the best thing for talk, uh, like small talk and something, is never repeat what you think you heard. Mm. Always make sure you know what they've said. Right. Don't go around because you might yeah, accidentally say something that they didn't say that could end up getting pretty weird. I need to fucking do that in my life, man. Yeah. I just I saw it once on TikTok and I'm telling the world, I'm saying on the podcast, <laughs> Ollie was saying that they go to the moon every oh, three weeks, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ollie yeah, was claiming up, some I shit. Up, yeah. up. Nah, we, we're, this pod is notoriously known for not fact-checking, yeah. so maybe oh. we should uh, go and tell them <laughs> more. Yeah, so what happened? So... I had this fella come in on a weeknight and he said, oh, can I get a haircut? And I said, do you want to come back tomorrow? We don't have any spots available tonight. And he said, yeah, no worries. Next day rolls through. He ends up coming in. And I said, oh, yeah, sit down. Do you want a beer or anything? I won't be. I'll be about five minutes. And he's like, yeah, not a worry at all. So five minutes goes past. I said, did you want that beer? And he said, no, 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 I'm all good, mate. And he, mind you, he was a big buff, six foot four, muscly ass dude. Yeah. Sits down in the chair. We get chatting. And I'm like, oh, how's your day been? And he's like, yeah, not bad. Had the day off work today. Just went enrolled, like enrolled in a new gym. I'm like, oh, cool. Which one? And he told me. So then I'm like, oh, is that why you carry around those uh, ankle weights and everything? Just keep the grind going. Oh. And he's just like, he looked at me, started laughing. 
And then I looked down and I can't remember the last time I saw ankle weights that flashed. <laughs> and then he, uh, he turned around to me and just goes, nah, bro, I'm on parole. <laughs> oh, no. I looked him dead in the eyes and I'm just like, dude, I'm so sorry. And he's like, nah, you're all right, bro. It's all good. He's just walking around with ankle weights, man. Yeah, man. My calves have been lacking. I just wanted yeah. to uh, flush He looked like a bodybuilder or something. So I'm like, oh, he's just keeping that little bit of like dead weight on him to keep moving it around. And uh, no, nah, man, he was on parole. And oh, man, I felt like the biggest idiot after that. Everybody started laughing. And then it was like, the when he left, one of the other barbers I wor- worked yeah. with turned around to me and he's like, is he allowed to be here? And I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm like, I stopped asking questions like half an hour yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> that is gold. Oh, my God. That is absolutely gold. Oh, dude, that's a pisser. Oh, mate. What other stories have you got? Man, these are fucking, that's already so many pearlers. <laughs> oh, God, what else has been happening? Uh, I've got a funny barbershop yeah. story. Yeah. Do you put like, you were saying before you put like MBA on just on yes. your iPad? That's yep. unreal. I'm fucking, because... Like, you can watch it. So, I was talking to my mate. He went to a, this Middle Eastern barber out in South Morang. Um, I'm just going to shout him out in case anyone wants to go to him because he goes in there. He's watching something on his phone and my mate sits down. He's like, oh, what you watching? He puts lesbian porn in front what? of them and he gets his haircut and he's just watching, like, for his fucking 30-minute haircut, he's watching lesbian porn the whole time. <laughs> They just sit in there getting a haircut, watching lesbian porn. Damn, Bro, I'm lacking. <laughs> I, could, I could bring in a whole different demographic of people. Oh my Bro, god, this they, is sick. They're lucky they got the uh, the apron on over the top. <laughs> yeah, the oh, you man. might see someone's Damn. having a jerk. If you off. go to Jack the Clipper, request lesbian porn on entry. Yeah, yeah, Jack, yeah, off, yeah, Jack off the Clipper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's wax. Yeah. Just watching lesbian porn. That's cool. That is uh, honestly, I couldn't. I could, you just feel it's an awkward situation with this guy you've never met, or maybe you've been to the barber a few times. But I remember him saying he didn't speak much English, like they didn't have much chat or anything like that. But they were talking about the porn. They were like, "Oh, <laughs> she's got a good technique, huh?" <laughs> 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 oh, you'd be sore after that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. yeah. So, but oh, it is a very so you just put the basketball on, and yeah. I don't think it's that polarizing. I don't think anyone would be like. Oh, can you turn this off, mate? I actually am against the basketball. Yeah. But I'm assuming that he'd probably... And he'd never... My mate never inclined to him that he enjoyed lesbian porn. Lucky he did. Yeah. But, like, it is a, it's a big risk of him just going, here you are, mate. <laughs> tuck in. Tuck in. Do you like blondes or brunettes better, man? <laughs> oh, man. Scroll through the vids. Cool. Pick one you like. Sit back. I'll... Um, oh, yeah, that, that is... Will. We'll come back to the porn chat in a minute. Um, so I think we can leave it. <laughs> so um, one thing I really want to know is so okay, so because now you got your, now you got your own shop, yeah, yeah, that's fucking insane. Congrats, thank you very um, much. So what like what were the what were the steps like? Because everyone's like. Because that's obviously, that's like, a, for, for people who might be like, all right, I've been thinking about becoming a barber, that's my goal, right? Yeah. You, you obviously, you've mentioned you worked in like another shop, you were given that opportunity, that kind of thing. But then, you know, you, you, you're then working at the shop. What were the next steps after that to then having your own place? Well, pretty much. I was lucky enough that I was able to set up in one of my folks' spot. They had a place where I was able to set up a barbershop for myself. So Wild. I was able to just slowly start setting that up over the last year and a bit before I started working there full time. Yeah. So I'd be doing 
full-time work at the other shop and then I was going and doing like after-hours cuts, weekend cuts and I just got sick of lugging everything around and I thought I may as well cut the middleman yeah. and just go and work for myself. Yeah. And it's, um yeah, it was just, the, it was a lot of setup. It was a lot of like just little oh, cosmetics, painting, walls, pictures, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty much it was just a slow sort of build up because I wasn't in any rush. But yeah, just very, very thankful and lucky to be able to set up in a spot like that. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. Unreal. And like, so now like, uh, in terms of like, uh, like your growth of your- You said like business. four times in that sentence. Just really? Like, yeah. <laughs> Damn. I was just, uh, <laughs> I was, I was just, sorry, keep going. You're What's welcome. What's it like? You're welcome. <laughs> So how do you then like get the bookings out there? How's how's your growth done? Do you, through Insta, through or like through the socials, through how, how do you sort of go about it? It was pretty much mouth. yeah, it was pretty much a lot of word of mouth, um, Instagram posts, uh, business card drop offs, flyer drop offs, mm, just sort of going around and talking to people, yeah, and everything. And that was yeah, mainly the big one and. As we were saying about living like in a very sort of close area, the Diamond Valley stuff like that, everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Everybody, word gets around and then all of a sudden friends of friends come in and I don't know the name, but then we start chatting and I say, oh, so how'd you get on to me? They say, oh, such and such down the road was telling me. I went to school with him. I played footy with yeah, his brother, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Right. So you establish that quick connection because it I is... Heard on the Kamali podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that, that quick sort of connection that gets it from being... I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that I've got a bit of a gift of the gab and can just talk and probably talk a bit too much sometimes. But it makes it easy when you have that sort of general connection because then you start figuring out... Who's who and, you know, you're around the same age, so you would have been at the same parties and stuff like True. that. Mm. You're able to talk about that stuff, so it gets over that awkward sort of start, that get-to-know-you thing. Yeah. So that makes life easy. Um, so it's just been, yeah, a lot of word of mouth, which has been the best thing and very thankful for all my friends, other people, yourself, or oh, both of you guys for getting me on here as oh, well. I very much appreciate that because, yeah, supporting the community is one of the best things, or one of my favourite things to sort of do as well. Yeah. So that's why I respect what you guys are doing as well here and appreciate it. One no thing that um, when we were talking before and it really inspired me, just the way you are talking about how you were a tradie, just hated going to work every day and then you go, well, if I hate this now, how am I going to feel about this in 20 years? Yes, the money is good. I'm earning a good living. A lot of my friends are doing it as well. So it's just the easy thing to do. And then you've gone, uh because this is what we're trying to do as well. Like, a, I have a hands-on job that I'm not too thrilled about. I'm like, let's build something out. So what's your message or your thoughts about how working just a job for the money and then now you've quit to pursue your own thing, the happiness it gives you now that you're actually pursuing your own thing compared to just being a trader because it's the easiest thing to do? Well, I got to the point where I hated waking up and going to work. I was getting good money. But it got to the point where I couldn't roll out of bed and I physically hated getting into my car mm. and I'd never had that feeling before. And I'm like, this is what people talk about all the time. Mm. I hear some of my old man's mates, people's older brothers saying how much they hate getting up and going to work. And I didn't understand that until I actually experienced it. Yeah. So when I was looking, I was feeling like shit until payday and I was sitting yeah. there waiting to get that notification saying like, oh, you got X amount in your account. Yeah. I'm like, man, I love work. This is mm. sick. And then I go home, wake up the next day and I'm like, 
fuck this. I'm like, this sucks. Why do I want to keep getting up out of bed and doing something I don't want to do for the sake of money? Because then, as you were saying, Cam, you look at it in 20 years and you turn around and be like, is that really how I wanted to spend my life? Yeah. I can, as you were saying as well, good, you can get good money. You can enjoy it. That's sweet. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But always, if if it's not for you, I genuinely say quit and try Mm. and find something that is for you. But then also in saying that, make sure you have a backup. Yeah. Because you don't want to, especially with the way that the cost of living and shit is Mm -hmm. now, like it's cooked. So you don't want to wake up and be like, all right, I'm quit my job and then just sit there staring out the window. Yeah. You want to have a sort of backup plan, but at the same time, man, if you're not happy, you're not happy and there's no point forcing yourself to be unhappy for money. That's yeah. kind of what my my situation is at the moment. I'm a surveyor. I've, I'm a qualified surveyor. done everything. So once I'm eventually going to quit and then really try to go hard at this, but then I get to 26, 27, and I haven't really done this is not moved this isn't doing anything i've still got that backup plan that i can just go back to being a survivor it was more the um the wondering what if i didn't want to have because i was i was legit i was 22 and i always thought about stand-up comedy always thought about podcast and all that and i knew that's what i would love to do that would be ideal if i could do that but i was like oh it's too late now i'm a survivor i'm a survivor but i was it was just the constant regret of not trying and I didn't want to have that regret when I'm 30 going, well, why didn't I just start it then? And like, that's so that's kind of my message to people like, yes, you can still work your trading job, but if you've got ambitions on the side, like, mm-hmm. and I see it so much now that more and more people are doing it. I think straight out of school, it's the pressure from the parents to go get a good job, go get like all my mates are working tradie jobs and then I'm still studying, I'm still doing this. It's, it's probably just the easiest thing to do, but it's not worth the happiness. And honestly, yeah. like I've earned good money for the past three years doing what being a surveyor. And it means like, it means nothing. All this money means nothing compared to how I feel when I do a podcast, because and if I'm able to do podcasts and stand up comedy for a job, if I'm earning less money than being a surveyor, I would just have a happier life. I'd yeah, rather yeah. be, I might not be able to go on nicer holidays, but I won't want to go on as many holidays because I'm not dreading to waking up on a Monday morning. Mm. I'm happy to wake up on a Monday morning. It's Sunday right now and I'm thinking, oh, tomorrow's the start of the week again. Here goes the rat race again. Here goes me driving to work and fucking going through that again. But the difference of you, you're going, well, I get to do what I love again this week. I get to run my own business. I get to do this. And um, it's the leap of you... Right, to get to where you are now, back when you were working that tradie job, it looks so far away. It yeah. looks like, oh my, like I would love to own my own barbershop, but it would look so far away. Oh, but, but then I got to learn this and then I got to kind of get better and better and do all that stuff. But now you've done it, you can look back and go, well, I'm thankful I started that now. And so that's my advice. What I love to say is if you have an idea or something you want to do, just do it now. Mm, Don't wait yeah. for the perfect time. There is no perfect time like right now because I started the podcast in 2020, took a couple of years off, and I dre- I think, oh my God, I wish I just kept it up in 2020 because instead of being on episode 45, I'd be on episode 145 yeah. and I would be 100 episodes better. And same with stand-up. I'll... I've thought about it for ages. I kind of did it. I'll do a gig every month or two. And I was like, oh, 
I'll get I'll start doing it now. And now that I'm doing it regularly, regularly, I'm like, why didn't I just do this six months ago? Yeah. Because then I'm six months better than I am now. So if you've got something you want to do, do it right now. Yeah, mm. there's always going to be I'm hyping myself up sorry yeah, I'm, yeah, getting, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> g'd up I'm getting so <laughs> fucking g'd up right now because there's always going to be uncertainties and what ifs no matter what age you're at no matter what you're doing anything like that there's always going to be so the thing that I always say to myself and try to say to people who are stuck in ruts and stuff like that not saying that I'm some sort of like guru or anything mm. but is this how you want to see how you've spent your life in the past 20 years so in 20 years from now do you want to look back and be like well, I'm glad I did nothing, but I've got all oh, this money and everything and oh, mm. I've been on these holidays, but I've just hated my job and I've been yeah. eating the same ham and cheese sandwich six days a week, waking up at the same time. Or do you want to be, nah, I took that leap. It didn't work out or it did work out, mm. but you've tried it. Yeah. And you've yeah. gone and you've had a crack and that's the biggest thing you can sort of do because, fuck man, everything's sort of uncertain. You could walk out the front door tomorrow and get collected by a bus. So do you really want to be sitting there and be like... Mm. Man, I wish I did this. No, I've, that's what that's what sort of pushed me towards the edge because the people that I left at Scruffy's, them loved them, loved working with them. I'd never worked in at the barber, the old barber, barber yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah. at the old barber shop I worked at, I never worked in a place with people that were about my age with the same sort of interests. I was mm. working with people about my age in the trades, mm. but I wasn't interested in that. And it was sort of that just waking up, going and that's, doing the same thing, mm. working with the same people talking the same interests and actually wanting to go and hang out with them outside yeah. of work and stuff. That was sick. So that was probably the hardest part about leaving was the atmosphere and the people. But, yeah, you just got to take these leaps sometimes. I yeah. think um, I feel the same that I always thought, uh, I'm like, I'm funny. It, something will fall in my lap. Uh, a TV show will be like, I saw you on... I just thought that something would happen. I met you at this bar. Yeah, you were, you were like, fucked up. Yeah. You were talking shit in there. Like, <laughs> I just thought that something would happen. It would like, fall into place. But I wasn't doing anything. Mm. And now that I'm putting myself out there, I'm doing a podcast, I'm doing stand-up, I'm meeting more creative people, like people like Billy and Thing who are making movies and shit like that. I'm connected with them. We've got stuff working on all these other things. Like my roommate has... like. He does similar stuff. Like we're connecting with more creative people and stuff yep. like that. But in terms, I was, I thought things were going to happen while I was just at a job site. But do you know what the people want to talk about on the job site? Like smoking darts and lesbian porn. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, uh, it's not like it's not the environment that I want to be around. And yeah. even like when I'm at comedy, I've, I felt like um, my whole life I wanted to find someone with the same similar interest in me and now I'm meeting all these other comedians and like I speak to them and it's like we think the same we have a similar thing like we and like it's crazy just when you put yourself in that environment of like-minded people how much you grow mm. in that space Very as well so. yeah Hell yeah! Very Hell yeah! True. Speaking of the connections, so we've got a we've got a little bit of a like a um, promotion thing. We're going to do a giveaway, right? So we are going to do we Cam and I are going to chip in. We're going to pay for a haircut at Jack's shop, right? And then we're going to do a bit of a thing. We're going to share this if this will eventually be a clip. So if we can share this clip around, um, we are going to yeah come down to see Jack, get a free cut. Um, you know, we might even come down as well, just depending on, you know, what you want to do. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, love to. We'll have know, a little giveaway the on the thing. It'll be a post. Share. I think you'll probably just have to make share sure you it. follow the page, share the clip. 
Um, Send us a message saying it's done or comment or whatever. Yeah, and um, and then we'll get, you get a free haircut out of it. So that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> good oh, deal. Pretty I'll easy. take that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> no, Unreal. that's going to be ace. Yeah. Yeah, love that. Um, just another little topic. We were having a conversation before and we it's a bit of a taboo subject as well what we were talking about and I think I just want to talk about it just to put it out there because men's mental health and just mm. to be able to talk I think we need to normalize shitting yourself mm. <laughs> I think I think not not like every you can't shit yourself every week but we all nah. sit in there and had a, a story about the time we shit ourselves and I think oh, yeah. you get I think you get one every 3 years <laughs> you can shit yourself once every 3 years and it's fine yeah so yeah. that's yeah, just true. what I wanted to <laughs> oh look I'll share mine we don't have to all share ours we don't have to go around the circle but I thought mine was like pretty, I, I, I like uh I'm, I'm, I'm happy to talk about mine. So <laughs> I had like food poisoning this one year. I got it from eating an uh, egg and lettuce sandwich from a servo. Mm. Ooh. No that, eggs from a servo. Yeah. No, yeah. That says shit yourself all over it. Anyway, so <laughs> so the next day I've got food poisoning. But, but it's the semifinals, Geelong and uh, Richmond. Richmond. Uh, or it might have been the prelims. Can't remember what yeah. year it was. But um, anyway, I go to the game. I'm pushing through. I've been throwing up that day. Very, uh, yeah, not not happy trips to the toilet. And basically, I've like, first quarter's done. I'm like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to go sit in the bar and just watch it on the little TV in there. And then all of a sudden, the guts are playing up. So I leave, I leave the game, getting the, yeah, <laughs> getting those gurgles. And um, yeah, anyway, so I'm leaving the game. I'm like, all right, sweet. I'm starting to sweat. It's all it's all happening. I'm, I'm I'm feeling pretty fucking shit house, and I book an Uber and then walk up the the the, the, the hill from the G to the road I was walking towards was just that bit too much of an <laughs> incline. <laughs> Got taken down by the incline. Basically, about, maybe about three quarters of the way up the hill, just it's just slipped out. It's not. <laughs> it's a bit wet. It's a bit free flowy. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, but my Uber's still on the way and I thought, i got no fucking other way yeah. of getting home. Hop in the Uber, sit down in the seat. <laughs> I've just like wound down my window immediately <laughs> as I've uh, sat down in the seat, wound down my window, leaned across, even wound down the other window. I just said, mate, I just need a bit of air. I'm feeling a bit under the weather. <laughs> Didn't tell him how, how under the weather, but. And, you uh, better not throw up in my Uber. <laughs> <laughs> not that end you have to worry about, mate. <laughs> <laughs> At least your worries, bros. Um... <laughs> And uh, yeah, anyway, so I, luckily I only lived about 20 minutes from uh, the G. So um, I get back, I open the door. As I sit up, the smell kind of <laughs> hits me because I guess it had been like compressed. Oh and <laughs> look back on the seat, got a very, very nice wet patch. Uh, so yeah, that's uh But look, yeah, it, happened, night, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> All the best, son. Um, Didn't, d- wasn't able to actually get an Uber for the next six months. I think he fucked my rating. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, look, my Uber. <laughs> yeah, just we're normalizing shitting out here, yeah. boys. So you know, <laughs> that's it. But like Cam was saying, if you do it any more than once every three years, you're just abusing your privileges. Yeah. <laughs> you do it any more than that, you man. Really, that's just too you've much. Really got, you've got, you've got. I think one every. Th- okay, but let's say you shit yourself two years ago and you do it again. I'll, I'll let it slide But if yeah. you're like A yearly shit your pants Like <laughs> then you probably Gotta go, you, gotta yourself go out. you might have to out. Might have to look At the nappy section See what suits <laughs> yeah. you You know 
Doing oh. it more than that, you're nearly doing it more for fun than out of uh, <laughs> accidental. What are your hobbies, mate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I get to blind it. Mate, honestly, the, you go to 7-Eleven, an egg and uh, lettuce sandwich and an iced coffee, that's a shit yourself combo. Oh, you oh, can yeah. get that for $9. <laughs> <laughs> that's a combo deal you can get. That's it, yeah, being a bit constipated. Let's get an iced coffee and egg and lettuce sandwich. That thing will clear right through me. That thing will clear right through. Actually, oh. actually, on the pod, I just want to clear this. Mad Mex. It's like a Mexican yeah. fast food joint. Um, we're boycotting it. And this is everyone listening to it. You are not allowed to go to Mad Max. I, I went love that joint. What happened? Really? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, I went there and I've I've had a mini burrito in my time. Yeah. I um bit of a bit of a burrito connoisseur at times. Yeah. And get there, hoof down this burrito. And straight away, just not feeling it. Just the <laughs> stomachs are gurgling. Things aren't looking as bright. The, the sun's gone away. Everything's looking <laughs> grim. My stomach's making rat beats. My stomach's just... <laughs> rah, 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 I'm like, um, yeah, it just did not make me feel good. Mm. Did not soil myself, but... That's a plus. Like, if, if I wasn't in an area around toilets, it probably would have come. So, uh, made me feel horrible, sick. Tried throwing up, like was like gagging, but um, so that's my boycotting Mad Max. Yeah, like you can run any other place, but I'm sorry, you're not allowed to go to Mad Max. And if I find out you go, like you are not my friend anymore. (laughs) I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to the world out there. We are boycotting Mad Max because you're not meant to feel like that, man. Nah, 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 nah. It was rude what they did to me, (laughs) rude. Um, bro, so as uh, you know, the Kamali podcast, we are probably the highest level of journalism in the game, right? Yeah. So I've done a little bit. Uh, I've done, I've asked, to, you know, I've, I've put the feelers out there. We've been about stalking about you for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, your new uh, catch looks really good, by the way. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> but um, yeah, stop no, masturbating so, with the windows open, though, bro. bro I, <laughs> bro, I hear you're a fucking uh, bit of a UK grime, bit of a connoisseur in that area. Okay. Oh. Is that true? Yeah, no, not UK so hectically hip-hop? into the gr- oh, what is it? yeah, grime, the UK rap. Uh, UK who's rap. Okay. who's your favorite? Because I I dabble in some uh, who, wait, UK rappers. To top on that, who's your favorites? And then who's like who? And then if they, they might be one of the same thing, but then who do you reckon are like some? a bit more underground, like unheard of people that you might want to like Ooh. sort of throw a few names out there to get, you know? So I think I know who uh, got this question <laughs> for you. Yeah. But um, yeah, me and... We and hacked onto your Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Aces, that's all right. I feel sorry for what you saw on there. But um, yeah, man, anybody from the High Focus. High Focus is a rap group, uh, rap label uh, over in the UK. They're usually around like Brighton area, a lot of them are from. There's people like Jam Baxter, Dirty... Dyke, Ocean Wisdom, Edward Scissortongues and stuff like that. Edward Scissortongues? Yeah, Sick Edward Scissortongues, man. He came out with... Um, that's, almost, that's almost better than Jack the Clipper, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> hectic. But he... um, Yeah, he's recently come out with a lot more stuff and he came out with a book of poems and imagery that he'd taken mm. and was selling like 50 of them or something. Mm. I was lucky enough to get one of them, which was sick. Wow. But yeah, it's just cool as because, like you were saying, you... You were surrounding yourself with more comics, more yeah. creative stuff like that. When I was starting up barbering, I was really getting into these dudes who did more than just the music side of things mm. as well and also did their own imagery and stuff like that. And mm. people are doing all these drawings, like these rappers like Jam Baxter and that. Yeah, He does all these drawings and everything and then all of a sudden he's posting 15 people have got his drawings tattooed on him and stuff yeah. like that. Wow. So it just shows that you can't just be sort of pushed into one corner and known for one thing, but those dudes 
man, been listening to them, especially me and one of my best mates were listening to pretty much the Eminem equivalent of UK rap and the dirtiness of what he'd say in Dirty Dyke and like year nine, year ten. You know, you get people, you're sitting <laughs> on the bus and they're like, bro, listen to this. And they got like Dancing with the Devil by Immortal Technique yeah, in yeah. and stuff like that. And you're like, bro, this is disgusting. And someone's yeah. like, yeah, bro, do you know what this song's about? This stuff, this dude's just talking about some of the most horrific shit. Mm. And you're just sitting there smiling and laughing because it's just <laughs> over such a nice beat. Like, <laughs> all the other boys are going back and forth with it and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, Dirty Dyke's always up there. But number one's got to be Jam Baxter. One night during lockdown, actually, I was on my phone. It was like 11 o'clock. I was outside having a dart. And I saw he, he went live and he was doing a tour over in Colombia, I think, or Mexico. And he was touring with uh, artists from over there. Mm. And he ended up going live, whatever time it was over there. And he was complaining that, like, oh, the person that he wanted to do the live with couldn't join for some reason. It wasn't working. So me thinking how smart I was, I'm like, you know what, I'll try with it. And then all of a sudden I press, yeah, join live call. Mm. And then all of a sudden it comes up with, like, all right, your screen's going to be sharing in three. Oh Dude, my I'm god! Stand, I'm standing there shirtless <laughs> with a dart in my mouth, and, I was like, oh, and he's just like, "Oh, hey, what's going on, man?" And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Like "Fucking fifteen, oh, like fifteen hundred people watching. It's like eleven o'clock Melbourne time." And I'm just like, "What's going on?" And he's just like, "Where'd you get in here?" And I'm like, oh, "I have no idea." So we're just having a chat. I walk back into my room. I'm literally laying in my bed, just talking to him. How long were you wow. on the thing for? Like, I, I screen recorded it, bro, because I didn't know it was actually <laughs> wow. going to happen. And then I see people like. Couple mutual friends of ours like jumped in there and were just like, all I'm reading is like people that is like I know they're like what the fuck like, <laughs> did you get onto? and I'm just there and I'm like I'm wigging out and, he's so funny. and then he's just like where are you from and I'm like oh Melbourne Australia and he's like yeah I got some mates down there and I'm like yeah sick man so we just have a chat and then it starts to like dull out because I didn't know what to say or anything yeah. like that and then he's just like oh bro I'll talk to you later I'm like yeah you too man Catch <laughs> and then I'm just like laying there and I'm like. The fuck just happened? That is wow, awesome. dude! Like, that was whack ass, but it was pretty funny because yeah, just a random UK rapper in the middle of Colombia on an Instagram live with a shirtless dude punching a dart in <laughs> Melbourne. Like, that was funny as I didn't think that was going to happen, but yeah, that, that is was, gold. So yeah, he's probably he's probably one of my top three of all time in like any sort of genre rap anything mm. like that. They're just True. sick, and I wouldn't say necessarily like undergroundy underground, but they're just not. Listen to a whole heap, especially right. with the big rise of like the drill, drill, and everything yeah, that's happening, yeah. and the grime, and especially like because they were sort of coming up, and everything went Stormzy was sort of around, yeah. and then Stormzy just blew up, yeah, and stuff like that. But yeah, that was yeah, pretty much them, and yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy G, me and him used to listen to I was juicing by Contact Play, which is all those boys that I was talking about before, and yeah, that was. Another one of those disgusting ones that you just sit there and listen to and it's got this nice jazzy beat <laughs> and then just people saying the most rancid shit. <laughs> yeah. That is gold. Oh, that yeah. is gold. Um, I'm just trying to think I've got anything else to say. Um, do you reckon we finish it on the quote? Do you reckon uh, yeah. we got, you got a quote for us, don't you? Oh, yeah. This is uh, very fitting for the episode Let as me well. just put this... Uh, so, so what we do is we play the theme to the Champions League and then you just say it over <laughs> the top. When you're, re- <laughs> when you're ready, bro. Right, everyone, you've got to remember, there is no growth in the comfort zone. Mm. So you've got to get out there, you've got to make yourself uncomfortable. That's where you grow the most. You're beautiful. I've been right, fucking, yeah. I've been running like, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like that is when you grow. I always yeah. try like, like the analogy of like, you go to the gym, you're burnt, like you're putting your muscles in pain and stuff like that. And that's how you grow from that. Mm. Yeah. So that, that's how it is with the comedy. Do you think I 
going up doing a stand-up comedy gig the first one do you think i wanted to like do you think i was not shooting myself that was <laughs> oh, not yeah. it's not a comfortable <laughs> position to put in do you think posting the podcast the first time ever it's not a comfortable position to put to put yourself in but the growth you get from that it's really honestly back to the tradie thing there you're being a tradie because it's comfortable and yeah. you don't want to do something else because it's comfortable yep you sit on the couch all day and watch the sport all day because it's comfortable mm. but when you look back at it nothing in life is easy like not not what i mean nothing in life, but when you the stuff that makes you feel good you have to work yeah. for it if it's like yeah they say like oh um if it's easy it's not worth it if it's worth it it's not easy mm. that kind of thing and i think i kind of like that way about life that it takes hard work to do something it's not easy like and you can just sit around and drink beers all day and you get nothing out of it mm. but if you work hard blah blah and you it's it's fair. It's like a fair system. I yeah. feel like in work. So, um, and we're lucky to have this system, bro. Because there's like a lot of places where there could be there people there working like a hundred times harder than us, and not oh, making nowhere simply like, just because of the country we're in. You like know? what what I'm saying is posting a podcast and doing stand up. It's uncomfortable, but yeah, compared to these guys working oh, in yeah. sand mine, yeah. I'm sure they yeah. would be quite happy to be a surveyor in Melbourne, Australia yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. So like, but it's just like what you're used to, I guess. Correct, what you're correct, correct to where you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, beautiful. All right. we, we wrap it up there. I think that was a good pod, man. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for coming up. Let's, Jack, uh, let's, yeah. You, yeah, Jack let's the Clipper, plug, plug whatever plug. you, where's the store? <laughs> Give us everything you got. All right, so Instagram is Jack the Clipper Barbering, uh, 27 to 29 Clements Avenue, Bandura. Send me a message, book in online. I've got all my links to booking in on the Instagram and everything. Yeah. Any questions, just shoot us a message. But yeah, no, thank you very you, much for letting me come oh on. Oh, good, guys. man. Appreciate thank you for coming good, on. This bro. was awesome. Are you good with all beard? Do you do beard taping yeah. and shit like that? For any well, of your barbering like needs, man, just come and see me. Pubes? We'll sort it out. Pubes? Beautiful. Yeah, oh, mainly. That's why I'm trying to branch off to just pubes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need some help. I do yeah. need some help. Just, just pubes and lesbian porn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is unreal, man. Fuck this yeah. was awesome. I hope you all enjoyed listening. You know, like share, subscribe, all the all, all that, that jazz. <laughs> but it actually does help when people are liking Feed and the clip fe- and feedback too. Feedback. Feedback. Yeah, someone gave us feedback the other day, and I was like, and he he said it like he was. He thought I was gonna be like annoyed by it, and he was yeah. like, "Oh, like," and I was like, "No, I appreciate that so much." If you've mm. got feedback, because we'd like. It's not like people are just telling us... Like, honestly, it's a lot of positive feedback. But if you think there's something that... A little thing we could tweak to make it a bit better, let us know. So, like it, share it. Liking the videos and sharing the videos, that helps it grow. That's massive, yeah. Follow us on TikTok as well, because we're trying to post those to get that more organic growth. So, even if you just follow us and like the videos, you don't have to watch them again. But just to boost the numbers up, boost more numbers up gets money in our pocket and that's what this is all about this is just (laughs) this is about us getting money in our pocket so I actually don't care about any of you I just want your money Um, I'll put my bank account details my BSB account number transfer me some money if you just feel like it I think that would be a good move for them to do nice Uh, but you know you know I actually that was a prank I love you all (laughs) Um, peace (laughs) 